0: Hello, welcome to the Servative Hour on this February 14th, 2023, the 45th anniversary of KZUM going on the air with the playing of My Funny Valentine, a rendition performed by Miles Davis. The topic... For this February 14th is Spy Balloons versus National Defense. Now, for a few weeks, I've wanted to do the Justice in Policing Act, an attempt to do something on that again. Probably doomed to failure. <clears throat> but I thought, well, for the Fund drive day and the celebration of the 45th anniversary, I would do something a little lighter, like spy balloons. Although it could be only one of the recent balloons in the news was actually a spy balloon. The others could just be weather balloons. have yet to find out about that. I think the coverage that expresses my sentiments best about the spy balloon brouhaha comes from the onion nation surrenders to chinese balloon and oh since it is the fun drive and i don't believe i have anyone here with me to answer the phone So if you go to kzum.org and donate to KZUM there, that would be wonderful. And if you feel like entering the name of this program, which is the Servative Hour, which I call the Servative Hour because I want to make it as far away from conservative movement call-in talk radio as possible, make it as far away from that as possible in every way such as unlike the syndicated shows you can actually call in and be on the air and instead of being insulted by being told that oh anyone particularly critics they put to the front of the line for calling in and then you just hear scripted shills, either kissing the behind of the host or doing a ridiculous fail to actually bring what uh Oh, it seemed like they might be bringing, but they don't bring anything at all. Because they are just scripted shills. The local shows, well, it's a mixed bag there. Whether they treat you as uh, a heckler to their insult comic act, or whether uh, they just really don't take many calls at all. Some do, and I'm grateful for those. But this show... Always ready to take calls, except not tonight, because, well, I would be expected to take down your donation information. And since I'm busy talking and doing the show, I'm afraid I can't do that. So once again, go to kzum.org and donate to keep KZUM on the air for uh, another 45 years, if you... Uh, Please. all right nation surrenders to chinese balloon (coughs) published february 3rd 2023 washington bowing down before the floating intruder mere hours after it entered american airspace the entire u.s nation reportedly surrendered friday to the chinese balloon spotted hovering over montana Quote, today I speak to the great balloon to say unequivocally, the country is yours, said President Joe Biden in a Rose Garden address in which he, along with the Joint Chiefs of Staff and Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, lowered themselves to their knees and pledged fealty to the spherical white invader in exchange for mercy. Quote, you can have all our states, all our protectorates, I have told our military to stand down, and I'd advise all 350 million Americans to do so as well. There is no way to counter this unstoppable display of force. Please, you have already outwitted us. Take pity on our people. Biden went on to say he was considering offering an olive branch to the balloon by sacrificing Vice President Harris. And that's... All the seriousness that the onion in lampooning the over seriousness did give but <clears throat> some credible reporting from a local source from comes from the Nebraska Examiner NebraskaExaminer.com Midwestern Western states in spotlight after mystery flying objects shot down by military. See, this one covers the objects, not just the object. It's by Ashley Murray and Jacob Fischler from February 13th, 2023. Washington. Military posts in Midwestern and Western states played key roles in the unprecedented downings of multiple unmanned aerial objects over the North American continent this weekend. Members of Congress and governors from the states involved and from both parties have shared information about the downings on Twitter and in statements, in some cases soon after the incidents occurred. But they say they continue to have many questions after the flurry of U.S. and Canadian military activity over the weekend. Over three days, three types of airborne crafts that the Pentagon has not specifically described were shot down one over Alaska on Friday, a second one over northern Canada with an assist from the U.S. on Saturday, and the third over Lake Huron, Michigan on Sunday. The Pentagon has not attributed their ownership to any country or company. That followed the February 4th Air Force downing of a suspected Chinese surveillance balloon off the South Carolina coast after it had drifted east from where it was spotted in Montana. And you'll always hear the uh, syndicated conservative movement media hosts say, you won't hear this anywhere else, when actually you hear the exactly the same thing everywhere else. But here and now I will say something which I haven't heard anyone else say about this when it comes to why... You wouldn't want to shoot it down over land they've mentioned the concern that it might have parts fall on people but no one's mentioned that the parts wouldn't necessarily have to fall on people to uh, kill or injure people those large solar panels probably generating thousands of watts of electricity all that electronic equipment plus storage batteries to keep it running at night do you suppose it might set off some sparks were it to uh be shorting out and exploding as it fell to the ground and there's been a lot of drought in the west in the forests and the grasslands when it flew over nebraska yeah it could have a seven mile debris field uh, seven miles, uh, in, uh, area around, might set off something. Well, <clears throat> as I said, I haven't heard anyone mention that as, you know, a reason why you might not want to shoot it down over land beyond it just possibly hitting someone directly. And then there's also, uh, that the, uh, ocean is deeper off the west coast than it is off the east coast. It's a uh, immediate fall into the Pacific, whereas on the east coast you have more of a continental shelf, making the water shallow for some distance out. And then the parts falling in trees or down uh, prairie dog hole holes or wherever. And it's just easier to find the parts... They go down in water. <coughs> oh, it's just my opinion on that. Chinese spy balloons are bad. Republican screeching is worse. It's from February 6th, 2023, by Liz die off of Wonkit.com. Unemployment is down to 3.4%. 517,000 jobs were created in January. And inflation seems finally to be easing. These are good stories for President Joe Biden, so naturally Republicans want to talk nonsense about a Chinese weather balloon. And the media is only too happy to oblige. Quote, Did it drop and disperse surveillance products powered by solar energy to allow unlimited surveillance? Wondered Fox's Marie Bartiromo, whose singular dedication to being the dumbest working journalist at a major network remains unchallenged. Representative James Comer, the new chair of House Oversight and someone who needs flashcards to be stupid, went even further. Quote, My concern is that the federal government obviously doesn't know what's in that balloon. Is that bioweapons in that balloon? Did that balloon take off from Wuhan? (coughs) End quote. Yes, the balloon is full of solar-powered bioweapons or maybe surveillance fentanyl. Why didn't Biden shoot it down over Topeka? It must be exhausting to be this moronic, and God knows uh, peepaw Donald the Trump uh, needs a nap, and it then's got uh, what he tweeted, or truthed on his truth social. Who sends a billion-dollar blimp with the most sophisticated equipment in the world and large enough to hold ten cars or three large buses into a complex pattern over the United States without it quite possibly being manned, such as the, quote, manned spacecraft, China should have been called to ask if no shoot it down if yes negotiate the greatest deal ever yeah here on planet Earth none of this makes a lick of sense even if you discount the Chinese line that this is a simple weather balloon blown off course the reality is that China has spy satellites and drones and so do we There is no way of knowing why China chose to float this thing over America on the eve of a planned visit between Secretary of State Anthony Blinken and President Xi. But the doomed dirigible caused major diplomatic embarrassment, and Blinken has now canceled his trip. If this was a ploy to make President Biden look weak, then it failed spectacularly everywhere but on Fox News. There's also the inconvenient fact that China did the exact same thing multiple times during the Trump administration so much for the boast that no one would would never have dared encroach on American airspace with that manly specimen of decaying blubber and petty grievance channel surfing in the Oval Office. Republicans have been reduced to shouting, and blaming Barack Obama, all the while counseling their patriotic followers to shoot pointlessly into the air while standing under it. Writers reports that the balloon looked to be deliberately hovering over sensitive military targets, something which they hadn't seen Chinese balloons do before. Similarly, the New York Times suggests that the advantage of balloons over satellites is their ability to, quote, hover over a site far longer, and they can pick up radio, cellular, and other transmissions that cannot be detected from space. End quote. Something the Biden administration anticipated and ordered the affected military installations to prepare for. No one knows exactly what the balloon was doing, but you can bet your bottom dollar that if the Biden administration had taken it down over land and harmed one hair on the head of a goat grazing in East... uh. I'll just change the word that they used there. The same Republicans, cursing his lack of courage, would be howling for impeachment based on his reckless endangerment of human life. According to Reuters, the military cleared the airspace above Billings, Montana on Wednesday, but then decided not to risk shooting the thing down over land, something the curvy couch brain trust at Fox insists is a sign of dereliction of duty by General Mark Milley chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. As soon as the craft reached the Atlantic, it was hit by a Sidewinder missile fired by an F-22 fighter jet dispatched from Langley Air Force Base in Virginia. The debris field stretched some seven miles, most of it in shallow waters off the coast of South Carolina, where we can recover the parts and possibly assess what it was doing make no mistake, this is a serious incursion that raises questions that don't fit into a soundbite that can be replayed for partisan advantage. As the Times' David Sanger points out, China seems to have miscalculated badly, and then had no means to defuse the diplomatic crisis once unleashed. We've now got their balloon, and they've got egg on their faces. But there are no rational policy discussions to be had with a party reborn in the image of a spray-painted game show host obsessed with scoring points in an endless cycle of fake outrage. And now it's uh, 11.21 p.m. Central Standard Time. And uh time for me to remind you again about the uh happy birthday KZUM uh forty-fifth uh, anniversary fund drive. And uh can check out our pics of our awesome gifts at KZUM.org and you can donate there on the website too. Uh Of course, you can call when there's someone here to answer the phone, 402-474-5086, extension 1. But as I am doing the show right now, and I guess uh, not taking calls because, well, I wouldn't be able to take your donation, you'll just have to call in uh, next week or the week after when I believe I will be doing uh, Cuffs Off the Cops versus the Justice in Policing Act something I intended to do before all this balloon nonsense came up. Because the topic is Chinese spy balloon versus national defense. And I'll be talking about the national defense aspect of this as I go on. Mainstream reporting echoes right-wing hysteria over Chinese surveillance balloon. Yes, you can expect uh, Fox News, Newsmax, and uh, others to go crazy, but uh, no, mainstream sources too echoing that stuff. Reporters are hyperventilating about a U.S.-China cold quote, Cold War, echoing GOP messaging that the now-resolved balloon situation was a disaster. This is by Eric Kleefeld from MediaMatters.org from uh, February 6th, 2023. Several mainstream media outlets are echoing the Republican Party's preferred alarmist Alarmism against the Biden administration over an apparent Chinese surveillance balloon that transited American airspace over the weekend, which the military took down safely and with seemingly no harm done to American national security. Officials at the Department of Defense confirmed last Thursday that the military had been tracking the balloon following reports that it had been spotted by the public. The officials also explained that the balloon had, quote, limited capability to gather any intelligence that China couldn't already have gotten via spy satellites. After an American jet fighter shot the balloon down off the coast of South Carolina on Saturday, President Joe Biden publicly announced that he had ordered on Wednesday, uh, after a briefing, that the balloon be taken down, quote, as soon as possible. Pentagon officials delayed such action, however, until it could be done safely and away from any area where civilians could be harmed by crashing debris. U.S. and Canadian defense authorities also worked together to safeguard military assets across the balloon's flight path. The U.S. Navy is working now to recover the crashed debris. Mainstream media outlets, however, are struggling to maintain any sense of perspective or to calm the public's nerves despite all of the available facts and then it gives some examples of that below like from uh, NBC's meet the press and uh, CNN and politico And uh, Axios Should I read any of this? Okay, I'll read the first one as an example. On Sunday's edition of Meet the Press, NBC's News Chief Washington Correspondent, Andrea Mitchell, said the attitude now in Congress was, quote, reminiscent of the Cold War, the evil empire, end quote, and faulted the Biden administration for not, quote, sending out someone with a lot of metal on his chest like a Colin Powell desert storm to explain the entire situation. When, in fact, the Pentagon did hold a briefing with a military officer matching that exact description, quote, It was a general nobody hadn't known, moderator Chuck Todd clarified, apparently referring to Department of Defense press secretary and Brigadier General Patrick Ryder. Quote, I mean no offense to that general, but it it wasn't the chairman of the Joint Chiefs. In response, Mitchell incorrectly claimed that the Pentagon spokesperson was, quote, not military and now a press spokesperson, so he's a public affairs official. End quote. This mistake was especially glaring considering the fact that Mitchell covered the Friday, February 3rd press conference live on air for MSNBC. It is also conceivable that Mitchell was mixing up Ryder with retired Rear Admiral John Kirby, a former Pentagon press secretary who now serves on the National Security Council, and not to General Ryder. And while acknowledging the government's ability to disrupt the balloon's communications, Mitchell approvingly cited the idea that, quote, we have to develop technology to take something out like this without worrying about debris falling, end quote. Mitchell did not elaborate on how the military might someday be able to fire at a balloon without debris from either itself or a missile, then falling to the ground from greater heights than regular air travel. Moderator Chuck Todd replied, quote, they tested our Essentially, our electric fence. End quote. And let's see, likewise, CNN senior political reporter Stephen Collinson wrote an online piece titled, quote, Why the Chinese Balloon Crisis Could Be a Defining Moment in the New Cold War. End quote. While the balloon presented a quote, comparatively low tech, modest security threat, In comparison to every other aspect of geopolitical intrigue, Collinson wrote that it had, quote, "...created a sudden moment when the idea of a threat by China to the U.S. homeland was neither distant, theoretical, unseen, or years in the future." Quote, "...this all left President Joe Biden in a deeply vulnerable position as his Republican critics pounced," Collinson pronounced dramatically, "...oh." Okay, and it goes on with other stuff like that, and if you want to read that in full, that can be found under the headline, Mainstream Reporting Echoes Right-Wing Hysteria Over Chinese Surveillance Balloon. And I'll play another promo for the fund drive, to which uh, you can go to the website, kzum.org. I would appreciate it if you would... uh, Give to KZUM after all they've been nice enough for the last 17 years to allow me to be on the air to do this uh, political social controversy discussion call in show I'm thankful for it and if you're thankful for for KZUM go to uh, kzum.org and pledge there and uh, if you'd like to credit this show for bringing in the pledge well groovy Thanks for that, and thank you for supporting KZUM. And the Servative Hour is followed by The Groove Machine, which is on from midnight until 2 a.m. Wednesday morning with Christian rock music. And for the weather... It's now 37 degrees Fahrenheit... Tomorrow's temperature predicted to be much cooler than today. Tonight there'll be a low of 26 degrees Fahrenheit, and tomorrow a high of 31 degrees Fahrenheit with 69% chance of snow. Charlie Kirk, pretty sure balloons just Biden UFO false flags to scare him into obeying. It's from Wonkit.com. Oh, the song I played. It's a question of temperature by a band called Balloon Farm. So I thought that would go with uh, balloons. And that song was done in 1967 and had to several good covers af- done of it after that question of temperature which if uh, the balloon de- debris had fallen on a national forest or the grasslands with flaming parts could have gotten pretty hot fortunately it did not Anyway, Charlie Kirk pretty sure balloons just Biden UFO false flags to scare him into obeying. Times are weird, so we should check in with a serious political pundit for help understanding what's going on. Charlie Kirk, why are balloons? <clears throat> Charlie Kirk suggests there may, may be a, quote, false flag operation to fake an alien invasion Quote, "should we even trust anything that the government is saying not joe biden's government because laptop Quote, "could this all could this all just be a false flag operation to fake an alien invasion or fake a ufo hysteria crisis to try to justify more power lockdowns control" End quote. Yes, Joe Biden is going to fake an alien invasion and steal all the power and bring about the long prophesized dictatorship. This is how the next chapter of history is going to work. All the aliens are going to look like this, which will really throw Charlie Kirk off and make him obey quickly. And then they've got a picture there of Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk says these are rational questions that he has. Quote, these are all rational questions. but he believes these things he is saying about how the things we are now just randomly shooting out of the air are a false flag Joe Biden will use to fake an alien invasion or a UFO hysteria crisis, as if the media could not manufacture that all on their own. Another quote from Mr. Kirk, but I do believe this. Yes, Charlie Kirk feels like he's being lied to. Quote, I feel like I'm being lied to, unquote. We imagine Charlie Kirk's experiences that disorienting feeling a lot, maybe like when his pals say things like, No, Charlie, none of us are going out tonight and we're all too tired to hang. Bing, yawn. Maybe those yawns are a false flag to make Charlie think nobody is going out tonight so he'll go home. When Air Force General Glenn Van Herrick told reporters that they aren't ruling anything out yet when it comes to these things they've been shooting at in the sky, because whatever it is, we should shoot it, pew pew pew, it was pretty predictable that the more conspiracy-minded among us would go immediately to aliens, and we guess it's pretty unsurprising that the Charlie Kirks among us are going directly to hallucinations about Joe Biden using alien invasions as a pretext for declaring himself absolute dictator for life because of how they are abject morons. We should probably also watch for more of this to crop up, uh, like uh, <clears throat> here's one from Cynthia Holt. I have this feeling they're setting us up for the fake alien invasion false flag, most likely so they can invoke martial law powers during this time the Constitution is suspended. Yes indeed, the bug blanks are out, and Charlie Kirk is leading them to just ask questions about things. Will the number one issue of the 2024 presidential campaign be UFOs? Sure, why not? Every day of our existence is stupider than the last. We are a failed people. How this is how life is now. Yes, that can be found under the headline: Charlie Kirk, pretty sure balloons just Biden UFO false flags to scare him into obeying. Well, of course they have gone with the narrative of uh, China somehow has dirt on Biden. And so he is compromised, and so is a servant to China. And really, the entirety of their evidence, such as it is, that uh, Joe Biden has taken or has hidden income, has got somehow gotten uh, money under the table, consists entirely of a hard drive in the possession of Rudy Giuliani, and some cell phones in the possession of Tony Bobolinsky. And uh, none of their allegations have been confirmed by the FBI, which had uh, the actual uh, laptop in question, which may or may not have actually belonged to Hunter Biden at some time. Of course, the data, some of it did actually belong to Hunter Biden, which I believe was stolen from him when he was in Ukraine or traveling around other former Soviet republics or actually in Russia. And then it was uh, put on a hard drive. Some of it was altered, some of it was faked, some of it was real. But anyway, you'd really have to believe uh, what those who have looked at Rudy Giuliani's hard drive, which he is limited to only people writing for the New York Post, who if you do a search on any of their names along with the words fact check, you will find that they have uh, a record of lying in the things they've written and said. Yes, you'd have to take their word for it that uh, one line in one message talking about the big guy getting money that uh, somehow, as Joe Biden has been able to conceal income, and uh, you'd think there'd be some record of that somewhere, show they've got to go to, since there's nothing can actually prove there they've got to go to things like, oh, making up lies, like saying that, uh, oh, document shows that Hunter Biden paid Joe Biden $50,000 a month in rent, which politifact.com is rating as totally false. And if your time is short, the summary goes, Uh, This is wrong. This figure in question, $49,910, matches the quarterly rent for office space at House of Sweden, home to the Swedish and Icelandic embassies on K Street in Washington, Mm D.C. Business records show that an office for Rosemont Seneca Advisors, an investment firm co-founded by Hunter Biden, was located there. And House of Sweden pointed us to a spokesperson for Sweden's National Property Board who confirmed to PolitiFact that Hunter Biden paid $49,910 in quarterly rent for an office space in House of Sweden. And, of course, this office space was on K Street in Washington, D.C., where all the lobbyists, or at least most of them, have their office space. And so you have to pay nearly $50,000 for a... a fourth of the year to rent office space and then they would point to this document and say oh that was what he was paying for rent on his father's house which uh no in no way was it and what he actually paid in rent for his father's house it's got it here in the article somewhere probably towards the end somewhere. Oh, okay. Yeah, it says that uh, Joe Biden claimed less than twenty thousand dollars in rent payments per year, and for a house paying twenty thousand dollars in rent per year, it's not too high. It's certainly not fifty thousand dollars a month. <clears throat> so, yeah, they'd be trying to say that okay since they can't show actually that joe biden ever got any uh under the table money that he uh co- tried to conceal they will go on saying oh well did uh family did some business in Ch- china of course his son has a law degree and able to uh, negotiate and explain contracts draw up contracts and oh the idea that uh having A famous last name can open doors for you. Uh, Well, yeah, duh. For example, (laughs) Donald Trump's China Connections explained, spy John Feng from Newsweek.com from uh, 1st of January, 20. No, from January uh, 2023, January 10th, 2023, on uh, Newsweek.com. Says uh, former President Donald Trump, whose policies on China hardened in his final year in office, despite the inkling of a historic, despite the inking of a historic trade agreement with Beijing, has had extensive commercial interests in the world's most populous nation going back years. His tax records have revealed Trump's Chinese business connections, which didn't stop his administration's hawkish turn after the COVID pandemic exploded in the United States in early 2020 are likely to be scrutinized further as he presents his credentials for a third run for the White House's top job while navigating ongoing American skepticism of Beijing, a mood he helped create during his time in office. In 2016, the Republican became the first presidential candidate in decades to refuse to disclose his tax returns, a position he maintained throughout his four years in the Oval Office. In the run-up to the 2020 election, Trump backed by senior members of the GOP, also accused Democratic opponent Joe Biden of improperly impropriety in relations to his son Hunter's own past dealings in China. On December 30th, in the final days of a Democratic control, the powerful House Committee on Ways and Means published nearly 6,000 pages of Trump's tax records covering 2015 to 2020 and spanning his time as president, The decision predictably split along party lines, followed a three-year legal battle that began with the former president's Treasury Department and the Supreme Court's November ruling that gave the committee access to the documents. The partially redacted records from the Internal Revenue Service revealed six years of complex finances, as well as heavy business losses that could, at the very least, undermined Trump's campaign image as a successful business magnate. They also provided some ammunition for partisan barb-taking and allegations of conflicts of interest, but perhaps none that could discount him as the Republican front-runner in the next election cycle. About half the pages dealt with Trump and his wife Melania's joint tax returns and the other half related to his businesses. Uh, When it came to China in particular, the documents showed no obvious hints of nefariousness, but they did raise further questions about his reluctance to disclose. The most contentious revelation may be that of a Chinese bank account, the existence of which Trump had dismissed during his 2020 presidential campaign, in a period when he labeled Biden, quote, China Joe, unquote. and skipping down here a bit and uh, biden's voluntary disclosures have shown no income or business in china over the years he also paid more in taxes than donald trump see uh shared commercial interests between wealthy americans and their chinese counterparts aren't in themselves unusual After all, the U.S. and China remain each other's largest trading partner in spite of political differences and geopolitical tensions. Trump's pursuit of licensing deals and real estate projects in China predates his first run for the presidency. During his time in office, Trump and his daughter Ivanka were also awarded trademarks by Chinese regulators. His failure to openly discuss the business activities, it would seem, concern their optics and their potential to undercut the tough-on-China message he has sought to deliver to the American public. Even the U.S.-China trade war and the resultant deal struck with Beijing continues to divide expert opinion. Quote, Uh, The Democrats should have never done it, the Supreme Court should have never approved it, and it's going to lead to horrible things for so many people. Trump said in a fiery press release after his tax returns were published, quote, The great USA divide will now grow far worse. The radical left Democrats have weaponized everything, but remember that this is a dangerous two-way street. Oh, and here's another quote. The Trump tax returns once again show how profoundly successful I have been and how I have been able to use depreciation, and various other tax deductions as an incentive for creating thousands of jobs and magnificent structures and enterprises, he said. A president is no ordinary taxpayer. They hold power and influence unlike any other American, and with great power comes even greater responsibility, said Representative Richard Neal of Massachusetts, the Democrat who chaired the House Ways and Means Committee until January 3rd. Trump's office didn't return Newsweek's request for comments before publication and let's see it's got more stuff here on his relationship with China but mainly uh, yeah he's got a Chinese bank account and he's uh, received uh, trademarks and copyrights and other business deals from China himself And when you uh, look at uh, actually how tough uh, Joe Biden has been in confronting China, can go back to January on... Uh, let's see, this here uh, China-briefing.com, China-briefing.com, U.S.-China relations in the Biden era, a timeline. Let's see, uh, sworn in as president on January 20th, 2021. Okay, I got the scroller working now. Okay, then we have uh, from March 12, 2021, five Chinese companies, including Huawei, are blacklisted by U.S. telecom regulator. On March 17, 2021, U.S. sanctions 24 mainland China and Hong Kong officials ahead of Alaska talks. On March 17th, 2021, U.S. telecom regulator moves against Chinese telecom firms over national security concerns. Then, uh, on March 22nd, 2021, EU, U.S., U.K., and Canada sanctioned China over alleged Zhejiang human rights issue. On April 8th, 2021, U.S. blacklists seven Chinese supercomputing entities and uh april 8th 2021 u.s senators introduced the strategic competition act of 2021 seeking to counter china then uh april 16th 2021 u.s and japan pledged to strengthen alliance to counter china rise and it goes on like this in fact the only really uh Making things a little easier for China would be uh, allowing TikTok and uh, Chinese scholars and uh, researchers to not be hunted down in the US as they were under the Trump policy. Which they make a great deal about TikTok and Chinese spies in academia. But then the one which was really makes you say huh would be from uh, september 15th 2021 with uh why biden is taking the rare step of sharing nuclear submarine technology with australia well that's so they could uh, better confront china and the conservative movement we're all oh so upset about the insult to our french allies for not to uh, letting Australia buy their diesel submarines, which aren't nearly as good as nuclear submarines. And I think this is the first time ever I've known the conservative movement to be concerned about uh, what China, I mean, what uh, France thought about anything. Anyway, this has been the Conservative Hour. I mean, not the Conservative Hour, the Servative Hour, the Anti-Conservative Hour. I hope you do pledge to KZUM to donate. Go to kzum.org to do that. Credit this show as... uh, Urging you on to do that, if you care to give me the credit for that. Thank you very much, and good night to you all.